We can finally start recording our I podcast know. now. I know. We have half of the, the crazy duo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So my boyfriend, Mike, just came to pick up Milo so we can finally get recording. Yes. So thankful. And we just have one little beast upstairs. I feel like he's going to be good now, I think, because we'll see. If he gets hungry, we'll see him in about 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it. I feel like he's going to be good now. (laughs) But yeah, we are just at Tara's trying to record this podcast, trying to work, trying to work. And we were just talking about this a little bit before we um, turned on the show and working as a mom. I honestly don't understand how it is even humanly possible for other moms to, like, hardcore, like, be all up in corporate life, nine to five, like, or even more. Like, there's, like, publishers out there and, like, whoever else that works, like, 80 hours a week. Yeah, it's hard. Like, that, I don't even know how it's even possible. It's super hard. So, I've been in the corporate world. Um, off and on for probably the last 10 or 12 years. And there was a chunk of time where I, so I work as a project manager in the software field. And there was a chunk of time when my oldest son, who's now 12, was little. I think he was probably Milo's age, like two, two and a half. And um, I worked easily 10 hour days. So I would be out of my house by 6 so that I could drop him off at daycare by 6.30 to be to work by 7. And then I would roll in to pick him up at like 5, be home by 5.30 on a good day. <laughs> yes. Cook dinner, a good day. do bath, do bed, do cleaning, do dishes, do all of that craziness, and then get up and do it all over again. And my husband at the time worked nights, so right. he was sleeping when all of this shenanigans was happening. But all the while, like those half hour drives to and from work, I'm getting emails on my phone. So I'm checking my phone and I'm reading my email and then I get home and I'm done with dinner and I'm like checking emails and right. it just was insane. And what I did learn though from that is the power of no and like how to say like, no, this isn't yeah. working for me. No, I'm not going to schedule this meeting at some asinine hour of the day. <laughs> right. And right. so now being, having, you know, kind of taken a break from the corporate world for a little bit and now I'm back in it. You know, I've been really picky in finding the right fit for me as far as a company culture goes and really finding something that has a beautiful, I mean, you're never going to find a perfect work-life balance because life happens when you're at work or not. Absolutely. (laughs) I had such a struggle trying to go back to like work, like outside of my house. Yeah. Cause I've had my blog and I've done things from right. home that I've been able to make money from. But like when I moved here to Salt Lake, it was, I took a job at a credit union and it was the most miserable thing I think I've ever done in my life. It was first of all, like if it was, I just felt like I was wasting my time. Right. Because it I was spending nine to 10 hours a day away from Milo, which is something new for the both of us. Right. And I wasn't even busy the entire time. Right. I would have rather been busy for five hours a day. Right. 
than be kind of busy here and there for 10 hours. Right. And I just like, I think that's just like my mindset. Like I have this mindset of if I'm going to hustle, I'm going to hustle hard and get shit done. Yes. Because my personal time is very like precious to me. Yeah. And luckily, well, I actually ended up, I had an ultimatum of I can either quit and have a good reference or I can be fired. Right. Because Milo was sick and I'm a single mom. Yeah. Like I don't have anybody that's here holding my hand yeah. or like helping me part time. Like, and I'm 1800 miles away from my family and my friends. Yeah. So every time Milo got sick, we moved here uh, during a time where like there was all those fires. Oh, it was back in yeah. July. Yeah. Oh, like terrible. the entire state was on fire. It was terrible. It was the worst. Like Milo got sick. I got sick. And then he had like an ear infection. And then his dad was like being very negligent with him. So yeah. he ended up having some issues. And it's like, I was just constantly calling off work. Yeah. Yeah. And how are you supposed to help hold down a job? Right. Right. So it was funny. I actually saw on, on Facebook, I think, and I don't remember who it was. So if anybody out there knows what I'm talking about, uh, drop a, a comment and give us a heads up on it. But it was basically somebody out on the streets, like interviewing, and they were stopping dads and their kids. And she was like, so tell me, oh, I know who it was. Um, oh, I'm going to forget her name now. Was it like one of the BuzzFeed ladies? It wasn't a BuzzFeed lady. It's one I of the moms. Them. She has like a YouTube channel. Um, oh, Katrina. I don't know. I know who it is, so I'll figure it out, and we'll we'll get it in the comments to show yeah. everybody because it's it's classic in the sense <laughs> that she goes up to these dads with their kids, and they're like, she's like, so tell me, she's like, so how do you how do you balance your days with your kids? Like, how do you balance your work and your and your home life? They just look at her and like dumbfounded, completely like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh like God. legit, their face is like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like I just go to work and then I come home and like all the shit is done. Oh, it's magic, right? It's fucking magic. <laughs> and I was just like, this is absolutely what I'm talking about because like, you know, and I've done both. I've been stay at home mom and I've been full-time working mom and both gigs are hard as hell. Yeah. They're super hard, right? I've been a stay at home mom. And let me tell you, shout out to all of those stay at home mamas. Cause I could not do that. I was like, I would be like, oh, it's noon. You haven't eaten breakfast, so <laughs> here's the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, no, yeah, you can have pizza for every meal. Sure. Why you know, not? I'm just trying to, like, get through the day. And Hashtag it's like, fed is best, right? Seriously. <laughs> seriously. And then, but then I go to work, and it's just as insane. I was itching. I got, Milo is about a year and a half when I really started itching because I'm somebody who has to be really constantly entertained or really like, um, what would you even call it? Like I have to constantly just like engaged in engaged. Yes. Yes. And I had my passion projects. I had my blog and things that I did at yeah. home. And I, my house was always really clean. Of course. And what like, else are you supposed to do? Right. And it's just, it got to the point where, like, that wasn't enough. Yeah. Because, like, I'll add things onto my plate. And my poor boyfriend is like, you have to start trading. He's like, <laughs> if you're going to add something on, you have to get rid of something else. Yeah. And 
But, like, I get to the point where, like, I'll add things onto my plate. But then, like, I'll get into a rhythm. I'll get into a groove. I'll have a routine. And it won't feel like enough. Like, I'm always striving for more. Yep. I'm, like, I feel like I'm almost never satisfied. So when Milo was about a year and a half, I was, like, okay, like, I got this mom life down. Like, I can do this. Yeah. Like, I can go to work. Uh, yeah, I'm killing it. <laughs> like, I'll go to work. I'll do this. It'll be great. Like, I'll work, like, mostly from home. I was going to go back to work doing mortgages. Can I actually tell you about that? I think we started talking about it one day. Crazy story. <gasps> yes. Crazy. With the Mormon gal who, like, denied your application. Straight, yeah. Like, because you were my, not more Mormon. Yes. yes like, denied my application. Only in Utah, y'all. Straight up said, like, my son was a bastard, and I was going straight to hell. Wouldn't let me get transfer my mortgage license from Ohio to Nevada. So, which is one of the reasons what hindered this whole move. But, like, I went to the credit union, and I was like, oh, my God. Working as a mom is the worst it's thing so ever. Hard. Luckily, so hard. I went back. Um, I've been, like, I've dipped my toe over the years, especially, like, when I was fresh out of college, like, in different industries of finance. Sure. Um, just because, like, I didn't really quite know. Like, when you go to college or university for, like, business and finance, what does that even mean? That's a huge spectrum. Right? Of like, opportunity. what does that even mean? Yeah. And I got my undergraduate in marketing. What does that mean? You got me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so, like, I dipped my toe a little bit in, like, each thing. So, like, I worked at a bank. I did uh, finance at an auto dealership. Okay. Um, I, like, did – I worked with a mortgage officer. Um, I did insurance, which is what I actually ended up going back to because I feel like if you're going to be a working mom, even if you're not a single mom like me, yeah, you – you have to be kind of in control of your own deal. So speaking of running our own deal, <laughs> we were just holding our podcast microphones. Which are gorgeous, by the way. They're like these like rose gold. Yes, <laughs> so cute. But dumbass me <laughs> didn't even have them plugged in to the laptop. It's all good. I feel like I can edit it and I can fix that. I think that only because we've told them now that that happens. Am I forgiven? I, you are beyond forgiven, girlfriend. <laughs> are you kidding me? Cheers. Cheers. Jeez. Oh, my God. Also, let's just talk about what we are sipping on tonight. So, yes. so here in Utah, um, as some of you may or may not know, you cannot just pop into your local grocery store or your convenience store and grab a bottle of wine. You have to go to the liquor store. Which is state-run. Because we're all sinners. Did you know that the Mormon business side of Mormonism, like the LDS, like... Like the Zion Bank? It owns all of the liquor stores in the state. Oh, good. Okay, that was so a little, we're just basically giving them our money also. Right. Okay, good. Little um, thing I heard on the street. Well, I guess if I'm going to give them any money, it's going to be through liquor. <laughs> um, yes. So this is called Big House Wine. And it's the Prohibition Red, which I thought was pretty um, yeah. appropriate for Utah, yes. considering, considering where we're, you know. I feel like we should do, we should record with video one of our right? podcasts. I think so. And we should be like full-blown dressed up in like 1920s gear. <laughs> right, because 
sometimes y'all we flash back to like the 1920s here in Utah. We do. Um, but I thought this was pretty, pretty classic. So, um, it says when I sell liquor, it's called bootlegging. <laughs> when my patrons serve it on Lakeshore drive, it's called hospitality. Aww. Al Capone. <laughs> so that's, that's it's a, cute. it's a red blend and it's not terrible. It's not. And I'm normally not somebody who likes reds. Yeah. I am this like is... a basic ass white bitch with <laughs> my Moscato, <laughs> my Riesling spritzers. Like I'm girl. I'm basic. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I embrace it. This is a screw top red blend from California. It's good though. So, you know, whatever. I love the I love the label. The I label know. I feel like is very almost man cavey. It is a little man cavey. Like if I was a buttoned up suitor, I would bring that to like my basement man cave poker game on Saturday night. Absolutely, yeah. And it's got a, a you know mugshot of Al Capone on the back of it. I think we should we should share couple of pics of this. Yeah, we'll leave a, st- a story on our Instagram. Yeah. If oh, you want to yeah. follow us, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Mommy Wines Podcast. Yes. We've it's, been, we just started it We up. just started it and it's taking off and we're super excited. Yeah. And we also have a Facebook page. We do. We're still working on. It's got some kinks. But, so like um, us, follow us. Like, follow all that good stuff, all that social media jargon. I'm sure we're going to get super good at all that, right? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Never. they'll get super good at it <laughs> right. and they'll just follow us because we're awesome. Because we are awesome <laughs> and we're fun and we're funny and wine. Yes. But yeah, like I was saying, I feel like it would almost be impossible for me as a single mom to work and not have a business that I can like run my own deal. Right. I think... Luckily, I've dipped my toe in all these different industries of finance, and I was able to find an incredible mentor in my boss, Grady, and he's been really, like, helping me get back into the swing of things, and he's not pushy. Like, it's very nice that it's, like, I can work when I want to work, or it's not even when I want to work, because there's definitely times I'm at home, and I'm, like, kind of feeling guilty I'm kind of feeling motivated to work, but I can't because life, mom life is very restrictive. It really is. And I think that was one of the biggest things. So when I first moved here to Utah, I had taken a job that I was like, okay, I don't want to get sucked back into like corporate life. Right. And I kind of wanted a gig that'll give me the motivation to, you know, do some other passion projects. And so I took this job with the company and the company was amazing, right? The job just wasn't the right fit for me. It was ass and C eight to five, pretty much no excuses. That's how my job was. And Which, it just doesn't fit when you're a mom, mom. How do you do that? Like I just, I didn't get it. And there were a handful of moms that had that same position. And I was like, but I don't. How, why don't they share their wisdom? Because right. my boss was a mom of three. Right. And she worked, she was a branch manager of all of the credit unions. Like, how she, do you do that? What, you, right. Like, I feel like maybe she's a robot and she just kind of plugs herself in at night. Right. For like a, maybe a half hour. Right. <laughs> she's not sleeping. Right. Like, I don't, they need to, okay, comment below if you have any tips or if you are a full-time working mom and hell yes, comment below if you're a full-time working single mom. Oh, right. Because that's like, hard as hell. What? What are your secrets? Are you a witch? Are you brewing up some like 
energy potion in your kitchen. (laughs) Right. You got some elixirs over there. Right. I don't get it. And it's just the thing for me is like, I, when I, especially when I was a single working mom, right. Cause I did that with my first, I was working a shitty job. I was going through a divorce. I was a single mom, barely holding it together. Oh, and then let's also add in dating on top of that, which will be a whole nother podcast. Oh my gosh. That's going to be like hours. Oh my gosh. We could talk hours about We dating. really could. We really, really could. But luckily, like, how do you, like, I felt like I was barely holding it together. Like I, there were days where I was like, in the I, mental, it just the mental mentally, aspect. mentally and emotionally barely holding it together. Literally barely holding it together, like emotionally, mentally, and not just because of the divorce, but just because like you have to show up to work and you have to be on your game, right? You have to be on your A game, but then you get the call from the sitter that your kid is sick. So then you have to leave and you have to take him to urgent care. And then now your boss is like, why aren't you back yet? And you're like, cause I'm still at urgent care or whatever. And then now, you know, you're being barfed on and shat on and you can't even like barely get home. And then you got to get up and do it all over again. And especially oh, not to mention, mind, like, like, did you ever have like just office drama? Oh yeah. Like, like okay. Always. So at the credit union, there was a girl, and we were in training together. And she was, what do you call those? Two income, no kids. Oh, uh huh. And she didn't have kids. She was married, so she had two incomes. But um, I, when I took that job, I really fought for the things I wanted. I asked for the wage that I needed right. to be a single mom in a city. I asked for the time off. So I asked for extra vacation days. Right. And somehow she found out about our employment contracts being a bit different. There was a wage gap that apparently she wasn't too fond of. But there was like a lot of like little digs of, oh, I could never leave early, but I also don't have a kid. Like little, like just digs like that. Did you ever have to deal with like just drama? So, I mean, not so much in the sense of drama, but definitely, you know, kind of unfair treatment in the sense for being a mom. So it was like, okay, you know, you get the call, your kid is sick, you have to leave. And then I'd have a manager at one of the jobs I used to work at. And they would say, well, how are you going to make up those hours? Well, first of all, bitch, I'm salaried. So I don't have to make up a single (laughs) second of it. Right. First of all, second of all, I'm a grown woman. So I'll figure it out. Third of all, stay out of my business. I think it took so much for me. It was so much effort. And it, it, take, it still takes, even though I am working back in insurance and my my job and my schedule is super flexible, Right. it still takes me a great deal of effort to drive Milo to the sitter, drop him off right. with somebody who I don't know every single second of their life. I'm trusting right. them with my right. kid. Right. And then I have to get myself ready, look presentable, go out there, put in the effort, right. come back. And then I still have to do everything at home. And I feel like more like corporate places, you know, if you're not working like in an industry like me where I can be my own boss um, and still have like a corporation back me. Right. If you're working like at a bank, if you're a store manager, if you're working in an office somewhere, like I wish managers would look at and think 
wow, she must really want to be here. She showed up again. Right. Right. Because unless you're doing it, you don't know like the effort that it takes. And it's like, I'm sitting there at a bank for nine hours a day and I miss Milo. Right. Obviously I would much rather be home. Right. Cuddled up in my pajamas watching. Obviously. Paw Patrol. Well, sure. Maybe. <laughs> he is watching Paw Patrol right. while, <laughs> while I'm on Instagram. But, <laughs> but, like, it takes a huge amount of effort. It really does. And I think, you know, as a mom, even, like you were saying, just to get out of the damn house. Oh, my you God. You know what I mean? It's like an Olympic so sport. It really is. Like, I, there's some days I leave and I'm, like... I, like, I check myself when I get to work, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm missing an earring, or, like, I've got shit on my shirt that I don't even know what it is. Like, is it right? Lint? Is it booger? I don't know. Who knows? 50-50 shot. Mystery. Just, Look like, See right? Seriously. <laughs> See? Also, like, anything chocolate on my house, it's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> shit or chocolate. Who knows? But it's, I mean, just to get out of the house. You know what I mean? It's a fight to get the clothes on. It's a fight to get him down the stairs. It's a fight to get him in the car. So yeah, if anyone has like the secret sauce and the magic bullet to like send it over, please share it because I am 41 damn years old and I've got two kids that I've kept alive for this long, but that's I'm an still struggling. All I, I struggle. I, I I ride the struggle bus to work every day. I got my um, custody papers in my email today. Um, if anybody has been following my social media or my blog, then you might know that um, Milo's dad and I have decided to go the route of custody court. Balls. Sucky, smelly. Donkey balls. Donkey balls. Um, not the greatest thing, but it's not easy to keep no. a kid alive. And in my paperwork from my lawyer, after everything that he gathered through our consultation and our conversations, he decided to fight. And he, the judge in my area, is actually fighting Michael and his lawyers. Right. Um, for parental classes and supervised visitation. Um, just because there's been so many times Michael has been like left alone with Milo and he's been awfully neglectful right which is kind of pathetic right because it's like i never had a kid before milo and i fucking figured it out right it's really not that hard there's like a baseline expectation right feed them water them make sure they're clean well that's still even icing on the cake like (laughs) like that's like that's like superstar status as far as i'm concerned like i'm like don't let them kill themselves and don't kill them yeah, there you go. Two rolls. That's it. Everything else is icing on the cake. Oh, they got a bath today? Bonus. <laughs> oh, they've got clean underwear on? Gold star for this mom. <laughs> like, I just kind of keep the bar set pretty low and pretty basic. So then everything else feels like a win. See, I wish I could be like that because my boss even brought this up to me. And he was saying how I am my own worst critic. Oh, we all are. Like, everything. I, in like especially like I will let other things slide now that I'm a mom. But like if my parenting isn't tip top a plus like MVP game, right? I ridicule myself so bad. Oh yeah. And I like 
beat the shit out of myself oh, yeah. for it. It's self-inflicted mom guilt. It's awful. It's terrible. Like, it's I've thing. been feeling it hardcore, like, since I moved here. Um, just because, like, I did have to find a sitter. I went back to work for a little while full-time. Right. And now I even work part-time, and it's like... I still feel guilty because oh, yeah. I a lot of the things that I do, I can do from home. So I can do them while Milo's there. But then I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, should I be paying attention to him? Should I be working right. from home? Maybe right. I should take him to the sitter so he can play with other kids while I get my stuff done. It's like your brain never stops when you're in this snowball effect of mom guilt. Right. right. And I do. It's like a snowball. Like, I it just, really like, it just packs on and packs on and packs on. Yep. Yep. As I beat and beat and beat myself up. Yep. And I think that goes for both working and stay-at-home moms. Oh, right? absolutely. I felt almost like more mom guilt as a stay-at-home mom than I do as a working mom. I felt more... Because I wasn't good. Regular guilt <laughs> as a stay-at-home mom. Regular. Re- quote. Air, air quotes. <laughs> regular guilt. like Because like, I feel like there's a difference between mom guilt and guilt. Right. I feel like mom right. guilt is like hardcore devastating to your soul. Right. And guilt is like, oh, did I get too drunk the other night? I feel a little guilty. I feel a little guilty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think honestly, though, you know, the older that I've gotten, the easier it has been to kind of let some of that shit go. Because you're just like, especially second kid, right? Oh my gosh, Milo's so my first pancake. Yeah, so first kid, you know, you want to do all the things right. You want to do all the things, you know, you want to check all the boxes. And second kid, you're like, when did I leave you last? (laughs) Oh, let's clip your toenails on the dining room table. That's cool, you know. Yeah, look at that on our Instagram story. (laughs) So it's things like that where you're just like, you kind of start... The amount of fucks you have to give in a day, you have very few, you should have very few anyways, but I think second time mom, and then also just the older you get, like, you're like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. They'll live. (laughs) Oh, they're eating dirt? Cool. That's like an immune booster. Like you find silver lining in it. Good thing you work for doTERRA. Seriously, on guard the crap out of him when he's done. Like anoint him like the Just devil. Just drip he him is. in on guard. Like let him. Right. He might be the second kid, but he is dripping in on guard. He totally is. <laughs> yes. But it's like, it's, it's one of those things I think just with age and with time, you know, you kind of start to learn like where, where, where the barometer is like, is this livable? Are we going to live through this or is this life threatening? Right. And so you just kind of like, there were so many things that I felt like were completely life threatening. Right. Like random things that obviously weren't even life threatening, but like I would react like they were. Sure. Like I got to a point where a bunch of my friends from back home were reaching out to me when I was living in Elko and They were like, we miss you. We've never seen Milo because Michael has been very controlling. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was allowed to go to Utah and I wasn't allowed to go past that. And now in the paperwork that I got, he's trying to keep me um, within state limits unless I have his permission in writing. Oh, hell no. It's it's a a bit. It's it's a bit ridiculous. 
So it's been very difficult for me to go home and visit my my friends and the people who I consider to be family. Yeah. And it was like I got to this point in Elko before I decided to move to Salt Lake where I was like, this is ruining his life. Right. He needs people in his life. I need people in my life. Yeah. Because it's just been the two of us. Yeah. Um, And it's just like I felt like it was life-threatening. Yeah. And I, I almost moved back home. Yeah. It was like I just felt it like breaking my heart every single time I thought about it. I'm right. like that anxiety – Yes. It's like, I I do suffer from anxiety pretty bad, but it's that feeling of like fight or flight. Right. And I always felt flight like the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's a whole nother like podcast subject, right? Because you and I are both, I think there's two, right? So one is you and I are both transplants. We are. Here to Utah um, with family and friends super far away mm-hmm. and then the other one is like anxiety absolutely I oh mean, and dating oh and dating we're just I like scratching the surface seriously on like this can, podcast right now y'all. i cannot <laughs> wait to get into dating because my boyfriend's family they have been so welcoming to me seriously and also like he is a rock star he totally came absolutely. to the rescue tonight so he works for the railroad and he got off a train Pretty late in the morning this morning. Yeah. Um, and he has a possibility of getting called every 10 hours. Which or, is or something crazy. like that. Like he can work 12 and then be called 10. I don't really know. Yeah. But it's not a whole lot of time before he could go back onto another train. Right. And yeah, he's just an absolute rock star. Yeah. He has been so supportive. Thanks, babe, if you're listening. Right. Shout out to the, to the men in our lives who yes. kind of put up with us too. But yeah, like his family is super supportive and he's so so worried that his family is going to listen to our episode that we recorded last (laughs) week. If you haven't watched or listened to that episode, you've got to listen, you've got to listen to it because you're not going to get all of the dirty little smirks and giggles that we're doing right now. Um, So yeah, definitely. I'll try to leave the link in the description. Yeah. Yeah, we'll link um, back to it for sure. But yeah, or follow our social media. You can find us find the link there. But definitely go back and listen to it if you haven't listened to that already. But yeah, I think dating as a mom is a it's it's a whole new level. It's a whole new level. I used it's to a have a level. crazy dating life. I did too. I had a. I'm not gonna lie, and we kind of talked about this in our last podcast or in our last episode. Like I kind of miss my dating life. I mean, I love my husband. I love my life. I've got a good life. I mean. First of all, it's not rainbows and fucking unicorns. Right. However, I'm not living in a ditch. So <laughs> could be worse. It could be worse. It could always be worse. But I was just thinking, so I know this is really kind of terrible, but also kind of perfect timing at the same time. My sister is going through a divorce and she was actually texting me right now. She's like, I just got this guy's phone number. What do I text him? What do I say? Like, So oh she's just now starting like dating and I was like, oh, my God, like, what a fresh perspective. Like, we should totally have my sister on. Is she anywhere near the area? Not at all, but I'm sure we Fly can figure her it out. in. I make her drive down. Yes. Because, okay. <laughs> so she lives in Oregon. Hey, sis. <laughs> Hi. I don't know who you are yet. <laughs> yet. I will meet you. Yes. Because, honestly, I don't think, like, I hate dating. I hate the anxiety. 
I hate everything about it. I hate trying to find the perfect outfit to wear. I hate feeling uncomfortable. I am like, I don't care if it's even mediocre. I am just ready to have like a supportive partner. I know you're so ready to be like yes. on lockdown. Yes. <laughs> like it is insane. And I have, I've always been like a serial monogamist. Yeah. There's only been a couple times. Oh my gosh. And since there's so few and far between, I'll bring them up because they're actually really funny stories about the very few, like just dates that I went on, like failed dates. Hilarious. I, I could have written a book. Do it. <laughs> about self publish that shit on Amazon. Like I did seriously, like <laughs> legit written a book about dating in my thirties as a single mom. Oh my gosh. Like that just sounds miserable. And just, and like also like right when, like online dating was a thing, right? So the way that I grew so up, not Tinder, right? Not so. This was pre Tinder, <laughs> like right in like the sweaty crotch of like Match and uh, where did I meet my husband? The other one, E Harmony. Not E Harmony. No, I wasn't religious enough to be on E Harmony. I failed. I failed the E Harmony quiz. No, to be on E Harmony. Oh, I cannot wait to listen or edit. I cannot wait to edit our single mom dating. Podcast yeah. I don't episode. want to give too much away, but it was, I could have written a book and my girlfriends were literally like, tell us what happened last weekend. Like, it, was like whole, it was cray. It was cray. Oh, that word is so cringy. I hate anything that ends in a, a. and it's, funny because I say it all the time even in my text messages oh my gosh I'll like it's my new sentences favorite slang word cray vajayjay oh yeah I'm not a vajayjay like anything a super cringy so how do you feel about anybody from Canada I love Canada (laughs) a I that's what I'm saying like I say that on a regular but it's like e-h is how I say it in, like, my text. I'm, sure. Like, we've right. been texting. I'm yes. sure I've said it a few times. But, like, and I say that in real life. But, like, I don't know. Uh, there's, like, a certain, like, I I think it's going to be funny because, like, we'll definitely get to, like, learn more about each other. I know. And, like, I, you know, like, if you ride in the car with me and, like, somebody says it on the radio, I, like, shiver. <laughs> Like, cringe is, like, a thing this day and age where, like, people are like, oh, that's so cringy. But, like, I shiver. Yeah. That's funny. Well, so I think because I also share my house with a 12-year-old. Oh, you got all the lowdown. I get all, I get it all, and I pick it up. Like, I'm one of those. 12-year-olds are hip as fuck. They're legit. (laughs) It's it's interesting to be raising a 12-year-old. In this day and age. Like, I try not to, like, compare myself at 12 to him at 12 because, of course, he's, like, way more cooler. Oh. Than I Milo's going to be cooler. At 41. So, my 12-year-old is legit way more cooler than I am. But... Yeah, I saw his room. He has some, like, serious, like... He's pretty legit. He's legit. He's super legit. I don't know what legit. those are. What do you call them? Like, action figures? Oh, of, yeah. Like, it's all Star these Wars Lego and, like, things yeah. that he builds. Legos are the bomb.com, by the way. They are. They're my favorite, except for, can we talk about how astronomically, ridiculously expensive they are? 
You know it's expensive. That shit's mm. stupid. Milo has gotten into Hot Wheels. The cars Dollar a are fucking 89 cents, but try to buy a track for under $60. No, can't. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Nope. Good luck. The, they suck you in because the kids yeah. see the aisle full of all these colorful, cool cars. Oh, yeah. And then on the bottom, it's like, and they're all like a dollar, 89 cents. Some yeah. of them are like a dollar 29. Yeah. Cheap, right? Good deal. Yeah. I was like, yes, my kid loves cars. He's going to be in the Hot Wheels. Awesome. Done. Bargain mom. And then you see underneath the wall and Walmart or Target of like Hot Wheels are all these tracks mm-hmm. that are like 40, 60, 75, 80, $120. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Millennium Falcon upstairs. That was like a $150 Lego set. Shut up. That was his only present that year. Obviously. And I was like, you had better build that one damn brick at a time. <laughs> because I know he'll build it within like four hours. Oh, yeah. Right? And he'll be like, oh, my present's He'll be like, oh, I'm done. Now what else did you get me? Suck it, bro. I didn't get you anything else. I just dropped it, $150. Was that on his Christmas list? Is that what oh, he yeah. wanted? Oh, yeah. You know, and now he wants the Death Star. And he wants the thing. It's, it's. They're fabulous, but they're also, like, way so expensive. But we did go to Legoland oh, I just had a fucking awesome podcast Drop idea. it on me. We should talk about teaching our kids the value of money while Christmas shopping. Like, how do we factor that in? Because, okay, my friend growing up always had a dollar amount. Okay. And she would, and she had chores. So she would get like $3 for mopping or like whatever. Right. So they kind of taught her growing up, like the value of money and how you earn money and how fast it goes and how hard it is to come in. Right. Um, and now that I'm like a full on grown up, I look back right. at those and I'm like, dude, that's pretty legit. But when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, why can't my friend Ramanda ever play with me on the weekends? This is right. so stupid. Her right. parents are so mean to her. She's always doing chores. This is right. dumb. Right. But now I'm like, I, as Milo's getting older and older, like obviously not right now because he's two and he doesn't even say anything but cuss words <laughs> no, and, and thank high and bye. And hi and bye. Yeah. He's adorable. Uh, he's so cute. Oh my god! I just lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mom brain. Mom brain. Now I'm like daydreaming about how cute my kid is. Um, after I just had my boyfriend come pick him up because he was being a terrorist. <laughs> but um, yeah, like we have. To, I think we should like try to nail down some ideas, and we can even get our viewers' help. Comment, I would love that. I like, love that. Let's test out some ideas and see yes. because I'm sure. You're not the only mom who has run into a problem where her kid wanted a Millennium Falcon $150 Lego set and then was only disappointed because he only got to open one present. Right. It's, right. That has and to be I an tell them that every year, too. I'm like, okay, bro, listen, like, it, here's here's your list. So you're asking for, like, $1,000 worth of shit right now, which not going to happen. So do you want one really rad, big, cool thing? Or do you want a bunch of little things? You have to decide because I'm yeah. not dropping a grand on Christmas for you. Right. Uh, that's just not going to happen. But um, yeah. Yeah. And also I think another really great idea would be just to talk about like maybe cost effective Christmas gifts. Yeah. Right. Like age appropriate Christmas 
ideas, like absolutely gift ideas for our kids. Because like, honestly though, when it comes down to it, if I bought my 12 year old, like $150 worth of like Fortnite credits, (laughs) he would be pumped. He would be pumped. Right. So like, that's also the day and age that we're living in. I have not played that yet. And I think the next time we we record, he'll probably, well, no, he's going to be here at the end of the month, right? End of November. So So, after Thanksgiving. Lame. We have a few weeks, but. (laughs) Right. I know. Three weeks. He needs to show home. me. He needs to be like, we he needs should to show do me how to play Fortnite. A YouTube video of mom's playing Fortnite. Of mom's playing Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that would be. I feel like my channel epic. is going to just be like the dump all of randomness. I, but because isn't that mom brain? Yes. Though? It is a mom channel. So if yeah. you haven't already checked out my YouTube channel, I'm just going to. What yeah. is it called? Shamelessly shamelessly promote myself right now but go check it out i also upload these podcasts there if you don't have um podcast.com or itunes or anything else facebook wherever else you can listen to these podcasts but i also upload them there but if you are trying to make money and this kind of goes with our topic so it's not totally taking a slight detour but we're bringing it back around samelish sameless shameless <laughs> hashtag wine no it's not that bad honestly i've had like a, a glass and a half um i'm just really exhausted because hashtag mom life right um but yeah if you are looking to make money at home if you've been thinking about becoming a blogger starting a blog if you have something to say and you just have nowhere to say it whatever whatever it is that you want to do um, I have a blogging with Emma Dawn series on my YouTube channel. That's so cool. That is kind of teaching you the ins and outs um, of starting a blog, marketing a blog, um, getting affiliate contracts and partnerships, how to make money through affiliate sales. Uh, what else do I have on there? Oh, scheduling, social media, Pinterest. Oh, yes. yes. Just it's it's awesome. I think I've been working really hard on it. So if you guys have been wanting to start a blog, definitely go check it out. Absolutely, because your blog is fantastic. It's full of so much. Of course. Like, it's full of fun and useful and good lifestyle stuff. And I feel like it's really relatable. Like, there's some lifestyle blogs that I go to. And first of all, like, I am not crafty. Like, that's not my jam at all. So, like, most of the lifestyle blogs I go to are like, I'm going to, like, craft this, like, really cool thing. And you're going to need this, like, 75 lists of supplies and you're gonna need get my free printout i'm gonna get yes and i'm just like (laughs) bitch listen if i don't have if i can't use my stapler and some elmer's glue it's not happening it's not happening it's just not happening like i have a hot glue gun and that shit is dangerous as fuck it really is it's hot hot and also requires some skill if you didn't know that mad skill like if you can use a hot glue gun you're like a genie Seriously, because that is, I don't, I don't know how I, I just like, it's stringy and then it's all over and then I burn myself and it says, and then I just go get my stapler and staple that shit. Anyways, any of my friends from Oregon who are listening to this right now are going to get the staple <laughs> reference. So that's just, that's like my go-to crafting tool of choice. Yeah. is a stapler. Yeah. I don't have too many DIY crafty projects. That's what I appreciate it. Cause I <laughs> was like, 
Because, girl, I'm right there with you. That's not how I roll. I got burnt by a hot glue gun, it, and it smells. It smells. Like, I have to be careful lighting a candle. And it, like, leaks? Yes. Ruined like, my furniture. Yeah. It's a mess. It's terrible. So, yay. I'm so glad you're not crafty, and we're not gonna. you're not going to make me, like, do crafts. If you want to finger paint a pumpkin, I'm all down. But besides that, I'm out. Also, like... You can just buy it at Hobby Lobby. I was going to say, can I some <laughs> fucking money at it? <laughs> just buy that shit at Hobby Lobby. Right? You don't have to be... I tell my friends all the time. I'm like, can I pay you to craft me something? Because I just... A, I don't have the time. B, I don't have the patience. And C, I just don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. I just I'm buy everything at Hobby Lobby. Seriously. Even the stuff... There's been a couple posts that, like, I've attempted to make something from Pinterest... Oh, yeah. And I, like, took a picture of what it should look like from Hobby Lobby. And then I'm like, yeah, I made this. Just kidding. No. Never did that. Never did that. My fingers are totally crossed. Not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, there is a couple that were, like, really awesome. And my friends turned out really great. And mine turned out, like, poop. So one of the things that I loved to do back in Oregon with my girlfriends was we would have, like, a craft night. Again, air quotes. Yeah, I'm looking at those air quotes. Um, Because my girlfriends are like legit crafty as fuck, and I am not. So mostly I would go for the wine. You know what we should do? Um, Have you been... Okay, so since I've been living here in Salt Lake, I have been obsessed with Groupon. Because it's like, I'm not from here. I don't know what there is to do. Why did I even think of that? That's There are so... So when Mike and I went on that distillery tour, I got the tickets from Groupon. That's right. I remember you telling me that. So we should do one of those, like, paint a photo wine parties. Okay, so here's here's the thing. So I... You talked about, like, your anxiety earlier. Yes. So before I left Oregon, I went out on, like, a girls' night with two of my besties um, from Oregon. And we went and we did, like, an escape room. Fun. And we went and did, like, drinks. And then we're like, oh, my God, we should go do one of those, like, paint night things, right? Yeah. So you go and they tell you what to paint. They show you how to paint it. It'll be great. I legit almost had a panic attack. At this paint night place. Because I was like staring at this giant white canvas. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up. Oh my God, I need more wine. I can't do this. (laughs) And she's like, pick up your paintbrush. It's fine. Just dip it in. You can't ruin it. And I'm like, says you. Have you ever watched like the curly haired guy, Bob? Bob Ross? Yes. Yes. Happy little mistake. I freaking love him. Yeah, painting is like you can always just cover it up. No. No? I mean, you can. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I thought. But I... I was almost in tears. What? It was the worst experience of my entire life. Well, maybe we won't do a paint night, but I do have a Groupon for an escape room. I would totally do another escape room. I tried so hard to get Mike to do it. And he also has anxiety. And he was like, no, I'm not down with that. It's so much fun. Well, we can send Mike to paint night. Yes. <laughs> with the baby. With the baby. Uh, or maybe he could take my 12-year-old because he's dying to do one. Oh, really? Yes. I'll, I'll do one with him. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I'll do escape rooms all day long, but I will not do. I've always wanted to do, oh like, God. one of those mur- murder mystery dinners. Oh, yeah. Or, like, an escape room. Like, yeah. there's, like, a ton of that going on right now because it's almost Halloween. Right. Yeah. It but will I be past like, Halloween, I think, so when this is uploaded. The cool part about... The escape rooms is 
there's a reason and a purpose and a goal, right? Like, and there's not like anything jumping out and scaring you yeah. or anything like that. So I, that was fine. I didn't mind that at all, but it's, I don't do haunted houses like that. Oh like, no. Like I feel like someone's that's a getting very, punched. Yeah. I feel like the escape room or like the murder mystery dinner yes. is a very mild kind of yes. thing that you can do around this time of the year. Exactly. It's well, like it's, perfect. So, um, this isn't sponsored yet. Not yet. Groupon. Uh-oh. Um, Groupon, if you want to sponsor us, shoot me an email. But, yeah, like, I've been finding all of those crazy cool things, random, unique, like, fun nights out, yes. date nights, things to, just to do in a new city. Yeah. So, if you're looking for something fun to do, hit up Groupon. Yeah. And I actually got my husband, we did, like, a like a wine tasting thing one time in Portland off of Groupon. I got him, like, a like a barbecuing smoking class off of Groupon. Yeah, they have super fun things on Groupon. Really cool, really cool ideas. I test out a lot of hair salon people. Oh, you're brave. I know. You know, I've gotten to a point, especially after the salon experience I had in Elko, where I walked out of a salon looking like an orangutan. Oh, no. It was awful. Oh, no. I was so sad. I yeah. cried for days. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I got yeah. my hair butchered here, the first gal that I went to here in Utah to get my hair cut. It was so bad. I do so very bad. simple <laughs> haircuts. I will do like the Jennifer Aniston, where Classic. she has like face framing layers, yes. which Classic. every hairstylist listening to this right now is like, stop saying that phrase. <laughs> um, and then everything is just even in the back. Um, or if I'm feeling risky, I Uh will do the, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, where she has a little bit of a side bang. Oh, sure. Right? Yes. Um, but yeah, the riskiest thing I've done, um, haircuts, I don't mind because I'm not really somebody who cares about hair all that much, but I recently had my hair chopped. Uh-huh. And I, you know, with haircuts, I don't know about any of the other services, but when it comes to haircuts, I've always had the best, most efficient, um, nicest service at like a discount haircut, like a best cut. That's like, or like a great place. I used to go to a place like that and get like some of the cutest haircuts. 12 bucks. Blew my mind. Can't beat it. I'm like $70 out the door. Also though, pixie cut. So yeah, your hair is very short. It's very short. I have to get it cut like every five weeks. Oh, there's like who's got the time? Well, I go on the weekends. There you go. Which is kind of the only time that you know a full time working mom can go to get her hair cut. Exactly. Also, go to get her nails done. Also, go get like you know a pap smear. I like, wish. When else are we supposed to get that shit done? I don't know. I haven't gotten one since I, I mean, had Milo. let's bring it back for a hot <laughs> second. Right? Like, let's bring it back I don't to know. the topic of the night. Like. That's the other gripe I have of being, like, a working mom. It's like, when in the hell am I supposed to get anything else done? I'm here. No idea. Working for you, sir. Right. Eight, nine, ten hours a day. I got to get my nails done. I got to get my hair cut. I, gotta I wish go to I doctor. loved getting my nails done. Do you have acrylics? No, it's just gel. Okay. Maybe I would like gel. I, I yes. Acrylics, you can no, see my nails it's, now. It's terrible. It's bad for your nails. Yeah. It's very painful to get it off. It's very painful to get it done. Yes, it is. No, gels have been great. Um, I've learned that there are different types of gels. Oh. So there are some that actually, like, when they're dried, have more, um, like, air. Um, I don't want to say, like, 
breathability to them so they don't hurt your nails. Um, I have had to take a break from time to time because it still is something that's not natural right. on your nail. But really what it comes down to is like the breathability of it, which nice. I didn't know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm learning not, all kinds of things about. My nails are a hot mess when I don't get them done. And I don't know how to do them at home. No. So I always just went in. No. Yes. Um, and I like gel because mine are really dry and brittle. So they break you really, mine really too. easy. Especially here. Yes. <laughs> you get what you get. Right. And apparently you don't always get your nails done. No. So anyways. <laughs> so yeah. Like that's been like my biggest. So there's days where I take my lunch to get my nails done. That's so right? stressful. It takes so long. Doesn't it? So, well, it just kind of depends on where you go. Like, I mean. You can find places that'll just do, like, the change, like, the polish change and not do, like, the full manicure. So you can oh. be in and out in, in an hour, a little less than. That's the nice thing, though, about, again, kind of bringing it back again is when I looked for a job, when I left the other job, which was not awesome, again, company was great, position, not the right fit, um, and started looking for a new job, I was actually, like, interviewing the companies. Yeah. Because I was like, listen... Like, I have kids. I have a life outside of work. I have things that I need to take care of. Like, I'm here, and when I'm here, I'll be here 110%. But if something comes up, I got to go. Right. You know what? That is one thing I did notice when I started looking for a position after becoming a mom. You're the whole, I feel like your whole world kind of shifts. Right. When I was single, I was like, yeah, I'll be an intern. Yeah. Sure. I will work for 100% commission. And sure. like, I'll do whatever you want. Like, I'll do this. I'll do that. Like, whatever. But, like, now that I'm a mom, when I was hiring or, like, not hiring, but when I was, like, interviewing for jobs here, jobs in Cleveland, I was, like, this is what I want. I'm not going back to work for less than $20 an hour. Right. Um, it's just not possible. I'm a single mom, and I, that's what I need. Yeah. To make yeah. it profitable for me to work. I just have to – I have to make more than what I'm bringing home. Yes. And I was like, I I travel a lot. I have a blog and it allows me to take opportunities. So I'm going to take those. So I want to double, like, I was like, I want to double my vacation days. Yeah. And you got to pay me $6 more than you're offering. Right. And they're like, okay. And I think that that's so rad and empowering as a woman. Yes. Because I think not only as a mom, do we kind of get the, like, raw end of the deal in the corporate world, but then also like as women, just in general. So I think it's super rad when you can go in and say, like, if you want me to come in and do the job that you know that I'm capable and beyond capable of doing. Absolutely. Here's what I need in exchange. And I I feel like I never had that kind of um, confidence. Right. Before. I never had that motivation behind me pushing me to be better or more. Right. So, ladies, if you are... A mom, obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably are. Right. But if you're wanting to go back to work, like, demand what you want. Absolutely. What is your time away from your children worth to you? I would basically say double whatever the hourly rate is that you think you deserve. Right. Because you're easily worth. And you can always negotiate down. I feel like it would be really cool to do an episode about just, like, mommy empowerment. Yes. Like, yes. Negotiating in the workplace. Yes. Confidence. Like, yes. that would be good. I think so. I well, think so. I think we're going to end it here. We bounced off a couple ideas off of each other and all of you listeners. So, if you want 
Um, definitely leave in the comment box um, episodes and topics you want us to discuss and what you want to see from us in the future. Let us know what you think of any of the ideas that we shared with you today. And uh, I, think, I think that's a good place to end it. I think so, too. I think I'm getting tired. I know. And, and poor Mike is alone with the baby. I know. We've got to rescue Mike. <laughs> I've rescue. got to put Corbin to bed. Um, that leaves me some time to watch my shows before I go to sleep. Oh, have you been watching Grey's Anatomy? Um, I'm not a Grey's fan. I am a okay. This Is Us. Oh, I was so into that. And then I had to wait for an episode. So I think I, I might go back and binge. Oh, do it. It's so totally good. worth it. And just be ready to like ugly snot cry. Milo. It's totally worth it. Is named after Milo. How do you say his last name? Ventagera? I don't know, but he's so handsome. He's so handsome. He was in Gilmore Girls. And he was my favorite. Like, I was always, like, Team Jess. Not I team. have never seen an episode of Gilmore Girls. Shut up. <gasps> I haven't. No. Do it. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. so good. Right. New show. Yeah. Let's end it. <laughs> we'll we have to have going. a podcast about just Oh, we should Gilmore. do another one. Just, oh, yeah. We should record while watching. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Love it. OMG. Love okay. it. Well, I'm going to go to bed. All right. Sounds good. Have a good night. Mike's going to go to bed too. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Bye. Bye.